Hello and welcome to the Gigi and Saji podcast. World explorer, wisdom and shenanigans. We have it all. This is a podcast about voices all around the world talking about passion and what moves us in life. Whether it's about a TV show, a book or anything else that moves us, that's where you find it. The Gigi and Saji podcast. Hello listeners and welcome back to the Gigi and Saji podcast. It's a new dawn, a new day and today we're going to talk about all things K-pop and I'm in company of two of my amazing Doritos. What that means you will find out during this episode as well as other spicy facts that you didn't know about me yet. So welcome. We've got Sarah or as we lovely call her Kimchi, she, her and we've got Shai. Hello, also she, her. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Are you guys all right? How's it going? Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> Decent. All right. Amazing. Okay, yep. Yeah. Take it away. Who are you guys? How do we know each other before we dive into the world of K-pop? <laughs> um, do I just start? Um, okay. So, I think I've been on this podcast before if I remember correctly. <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, we just know each other from like online. We actually met through K-pop, which is wild. Um, but now I'm working for you, um, which is exciting. And so that's that's how everything happened. Yep, yep. Yes, take it away, Shai. <laughs> I mean, it's the same. I was going to make up an elaborate story like, oh, we met in the war and stuff. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's okay. <laughs> We met through K-pop, yeah, same thing, same thing. I mean, there is some kind of war going on sometimes, so <laughs> <laughs> but obviously not that kind of war, yeah. So, yeah, we all met through K-pop. Uh, someone last year, I'm not good with dates, so you guys have to take that away, but I believe we had the somewhat anniversary, like three days ago or something. Yeah, the 13th. It's hard 13th. to pronounce. 13th of like <laughs> August is, I think, the one year anniversary of the group chat, but I'm not sure. It's like we also made it up, so I think no one really knows. So. Oh my God, our, our gang is Theo on that note. Oh, that's depressing. Well, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> kudos to um, Anna and Rish, who are both wonderful, beautiful Leos. So, um, yeah, when did your K pop journey start? Take it away. Um, do I have to start again? Do we just like... Yeah, you're, you're older, Kimchi. I look <laughs> right, up to right. you. I'm Show old. me how it's done. <laughs> okay. Um, actually, this is funny because my K-pop journey didn't start until like almost exactly a year ago, which is uh, wild because I spent too many, too much money on it already <laughs> in like 12 months. Um, no, like I heard a few K-pop songs before, like BTS a few years ago and something like that. But it's not like I decided to get into it until like, the pandemic hit <laughs> i guess and then just like my sister introduced me to card um and yeah it just like happened from then and then i actually decided it was an active decision of mine to like i want to get into a boy group and then everything happened after that <laughs> so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was fun it was fun it still is but yeah that's how it happened that's a lame story um my turn. Excuse no, I'm just kidding, me. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Honestly, I got into K-pop. I was just watching like YouTube 
then I saw like <laughs> the Got Seven performance, and I was <laughs> like, oh, so this is K-pop, and then yeah, kind of just spiraled from there. The beauty of YouTube. Nice. Right. Yeah. When did that happen? Like, when was that? Like, uh, you're gonna make me remember. Uh, mm -hmm. like what, 2019? Mm, right? Isn't that when like it first came out? The you calling my name? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's correct. Then. <laughs> yeah. So uh, <laughs> now you can guess why I picked YouTube. <laughs> Because you're young in the fandom. <laughs> <laughs> I've been old though, like so much has happened already. I'm like, uh, I wanna leave. Because <laughs> my start is quite OG when it comes to that. I've been into almost 10 years. And oh my lord, it's been a freaking journey. It's been a freaking journey. I don't think the only other genre I've been constantly into is emo you can say or like anything around emo rock pop that kind of stuff anything else on and off but with that one it's been the longest journey that i had with music genres 2012 but we're going to come come to that later on as we discuss um some more of the stuff so who were you like kimchi you already mentioned it a bit so who were your first three bands that you discovered um so yeah it was like discovered i knew bands before like Of course, you know BTS, but it's not like it was a band I listened to a lot. Um, it was actually Card because the ex-girlfriend of my sister introduced my sister to Card. And then my sister was like, you have to watch this because this guy is hot. <laughs> so I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I watched Card a lot. And then they had the comeback at the beginning of like last year, like May or something. And um, so Gunsha, Card was right? a really big. No, Gunter was later. Um, Red Moon was the oh, one in, the, in was the one, yeah. May, I think. Um, so... Yeah, and then, actually, he's not a group, he's a solo artist, but then I watched BM, like from Card, be on Whiting, which is a show hosted by Eric Nam, and that's how I got into Eric, um, and he was, like, actually one of the first, like, oh, that was how it all started, because I loved Card, but Eric was, oh, a different league. <laughs> I got into his music and, like, watched his performances, and he's not really, like, an idol. I, I mean, he is kind of, but he's also, like, not, um, He's more so, than a show host and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, I also like really like his music, and that's how that happened. And then at some point, um, two months later, I think, I saw a video um, of Eric interviewing Jackson Wang, I think. That's unfair. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. And <laughs> under every Eric um, like interview was something like, oh, you have to meet Jackson again, like, interview Jackson, please. And I was like, who is this Jackson guy? Yeah, <laughs> so I looked that Jackson up. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I found the video of him answering, like, questions. I don't even know what it was. And then I was like, wait, is he also in a K-pop group? Um, that's how I basically got into GOT7. And these three were my beginnings into K-pop. And from, like, GOT7, it just went off to every other group. <laughs> I feel like... Um, But yeah, that's, these three have a special place in my heart because that's how it all started basically mm -hmm. last year. Hmm. Sweet. Yeah. How was it for you, Shai? Um, I was a mom BB first, Kimchi. Like Monster X was like my first, like the one that I got well, well, well. the most. <laughs> like I heard the song Beautiful and I was like, okay, this is my life now. 
Um, yeah, like uh, I had no, like I knew of BTS. It was always like talked about, but I didn't really get into them like as quickly as I did with other groups. <laughs> um, yeah, Monster X, Got Seven, and Stray Kids. I think I heard like their first album. And I was like, oh, these guys are my age. Why are they so much more successful than me? It's rude. <laughs> like, what? Excuse me? It's rude. That's funny. Uh, good choices. Good choices. Um, <laughs> so my first band, like my very, very, very first band was Shiny. My very old first band was Shiny, followed by Big Bang in 2012. And I discovered them through an anime radio, actually, because there used to be this platform in Germany where I think was people around Hamburg who hosted the anime show, basically. And I think every Saturday they had, I think, a K-pop radio or something. And that was the first K-pop that I got in contact with. And I was like, this is quite cool. I like <laughs> Which this. song, though? Which song? <laughs> um, my very first, I, I need to check with Big Bang because I don't remember which ones were out back then. I believe it was Tonight. Tonight was always one of the songs that they played. And mm -hmm. with Shiny, it was Lucifer. That was the first one that I heard. Mm -hmm. And obviously at that time was also Ring Ding Dong out. And uh, quite like these were the bangers in 2001. <laughs> 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 I mean, to be honest, before that, because I don't think, I think Ring Ding Dong or it was either Lucifer or the other one that came out way, way earlier. And I also knew because I got into them because of that. And then I heard like replay which was then way way before that as well and stuff so these were kind of like the first tiptoes i had in the sense of like this is a genre and this is quite cool but my uh my kind of like step into i'm now selling my soul into this was super junior um that was actually back then <laughs> they were back then already old <laughs> and, um, now they are dead so <laughs> um uh, yeah, I had a friends group who was very, very into uh, Suju. And because of that, I just kind of like slid it into. And then from there, you could like, because we were this gang of like K-pop friends and stuff. And from there on, we basically had our three like stages. And then when 2012 came, that was the, we call that the year of the rookie boom. Because 2012 and 13, over 60 groups debuted that I was... Like, I was there when that happened. And, like, half, to be. Yeah, half of them didn't <laughs> make it. Half of them didn't make it, like, further over the years. And then it was kind of, it was almost brutal to see, like, here are 60 groups. But we all know they are not all of them are going to make it. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, that was the Pride Parade. Pride Parade? I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, yeah. That, that was the parade of B2B, EXO, um, who else? BTS, BTS. Oh my God. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I, in all fairness, old BTS is the shit. If you are obsessed with the current stuff, you need to listen to the old stuff because K-hip-hop is freaking lit. And it's, oh, I love it so much. Like, um, But that's another... I'm probably going to make an extra episode on K-Hip-Hop because that just, there's too much to talk about <laughs> to just pile into one episode. Yeah, and then I was fully invested for like, I think, five years altogether. So around right about 2015 to 16. And then 
I had this phase of like, I'm still listening to it, but I like, I moved on to five seconds of summer. (laughs) 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 Not a joke here. It's just the thing of like, I couldn't keep up with all the K-pop stuff and also knowing what five stars were doing. So it was just the thing of, okay, I got to sacrifice one thing. Um, And that was then the time when most of the like next generation for like, people came so I was on the edge of knowing NCT I was on the edge of knowing 80s and I know I still know Monster X from day one as well and we come to that in a moment um (laughs) so uh yeah biggest joke of my life honestly but I'll tell you in a a moment why cool um yeah k-pop slang and what do you think of it because like no I don't think we have dropped something yet other than like most of the bands and stuff but when I talk about K-pop slang, it's just this thing like once you're into the fandom, we have so many words. Oh my god! Um, to quickly explain what sometimes happens is, or what usually happens is, so when you're in the fandom, people ask you who's your bias, and that's a the Western equivalent would be who's your lane. <laughs> yeah, you don't. It's just like, who's your favorite. It's just like. <sighs> No, 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 no. Western dudes, who's your lane and don't swerve lanes. Like, I've, that's another five source story I will discuss when we talk about five seconds of summer on this podcast. Um, but yeah, essentially, uh, it was just, it, it comes with this like, who's your bias? Who's your faith? So, like, that's like a saying of like, that's my favorite and stuff. And then you have ultimate bias, which is like the king of the kings of the kings. And uh, what else? Yes. Hmm. Um. I mean, there are some nicknames which fans use, which come from the language, which cringe me out because I feel like a lot of fans just use them to, oh, such a nice thing to say, Appa. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Don't even get me started on that. Oh my God. And it's just, Oh my god. I mean, no. I can fully say that I never used that word in any content, even when I was 14, 15, 16-ish. Like, no, what's your... Do you mean, like, bias or oppa? Oppa. But bias <laughs> is a different thing, because, like, back then it was cool to be like, so who's your bias? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, I mean... No, it's, who's your oppa? yeah i mean i have to say the thing is like once you start watching k-drama you will like your brain automatically gets you into saying and it's also the the way the language works like i started learning korean i'm currently stopped but that's because i need to pick up with another language and um there are some sayings where you like you can easily like take that on and but it just, it just, I never got that hint of yeah. why people do that. It's just, I mean, it might also be because the Western fandom is obviously different, or like the the yeah the non Asian fandom is different mm. on that on that aspect. What do you guys think about this? I actually don't have a problem with like stuff like bias. It's just something I adapted when I got into K-pop because everyone was asking like, "Who's your bias?" and I was like, "Okay, that's the thing, I guess." So I, yeah. Um, but as a person who's also like learning Korean. Um, I it's just such a pet peeve if people like write it romanized, like when there's a V life of someone and they're like, um, I don't know, Jackson Opa notice me. And it's like, I can't. I literally everything like I just want to like quit the V life at that point because 
and it's like with every like with so many Korean words um it just bothers me when people romanize it like um I don't know why and that's like very like um sorry it's not like I blew it in Korean yeah like when people make it cringy right is that what you're trying to say like when people yeah yeah take it and then they like make it weird especially oppa oppa is something like you don't even like you wouldn't even say that to them if you like because it's a thing only for when you're closer or like literal relatives so it's not like a thing you would use with like (laughs) it bothers me (laughs) I, i find it also so like imagine if they would do that with like our languages and stuff you know like for example no one, none of us go like, oh, Jackson, honey, my darling boo-boo. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's just, I, I mean, oh my God, I just, no. I just no, I don't um, like that. No, I just, I just, mm. and other than that, it's just, I don't really care. Like, I, I use the saying ultimate bias as well, just because it's like <laughs> something people want to know and something you need to have, not like, I need to have it but um it's just easier to describe him like otherwise you could just say like okay he's my favorite out of all of them that works as well but when you're into k-pop and you say he's my ultimate bias or my ultimate group whatever people immediately know what you mean and that makes it easier i think so i don't really have a problem with that and you share yes it's kind of like um like a little part of like the language you know what i mean like if you're a k-pop fan like you hear those words you're like okay they're like me they like the k-pop music and stuff but i don't go out of my way to like <laughs> use the slang what you don't say oppa to every like idol you see Ma'am, on instagram no, i am <laughs> no i keep it you know pg in the comment section i know my place it's Excuse not like me. oppa is like <laughs> Sexual. <laughs> Opa is very PG. <laughs> but, I feel like when someone hears me say Opa, they'll the automatic like make these assumptions like, oh, she's one of those K-pop stands. Yeah, like, but the thing no. it doesn't help. It doesn't help when in K dramas, like I recently watched What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. It's not important, but when she calls him Opa, he like he feels it. <laughs> like <laughs> he's like, oh, I can't even explain what he said. Oh my god, can I record that? Say that again, please call me up. And I'm like, that doesn't help to like get rid of that connotation of the word. Like, yeah. So please don't call your idols that. Please. Yeah, it's just no, just don't do it, man. It's just yeah. why. There are hundreds and dozens of nick like we're not saying you can't use any nicknames, just be mindful about it, please. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Especially when it's a word literally from another culture and language and you don't really understand yeah when it's used or why like okay yeah i think people get really comfortable though like being online and like in the comment section where they yeah, just like always they don't have to think they just start typing mm. yeah 100 percent. it's almost also like hiding on social media like most of the people would probably not say that into their face yeah mm-hmm yeah. Okay. Oh my God! Can you imagine people going to them and like like fan signs and families be like, "Oppa!" <laughs> oh my God! I believe like someone do. please escort her, escort her. Yeah, out. right. Promises, please. Yeah, I believe they do. I believe they do. Okay. Who's your biggest inspiration in the industry and why? I have thought about this question, and of course, you all know who's the one person who comes to my mind first. Um, it's obviously Johan from Monsex. Um. 
just because like he he's so hardworking and he's such a strong person and he's so talented like everything he does like music wise and career wise is so well done and so good which inspires me a lot but also mental health wise that, that he took a break and talks about it and um is open about it and tells us like tells us fans to be happy and like take breaks and yeah that's just i don't know that really inspires me because it shows that not only like music wise um but in general he's he's a good person <laughs> and like when on concerts he he um he said this thing about like no matter who you love or where you come from we love each of, every one of you the same stuff like that um showing his support for the lgbtq community that's just so important so he's like yeah he's he's like up there way way up up there <laughs> um so i mean there are other people as well but he takes the number one spot <laughs> as you know <laughs> yeah take it away shy uh, <laughs> i'm like lagging i'm like hmm what's to say um i mean there's not like a single person or group that i don't find inspiration from or like mm. inspires me because i don't know <laughs> i think it's like the beauty of k-pop is that like they're all different and then like what they show like their performances the hardware the you know the encouragement to the fans it's like always different but always like impactful <laughs> like i like going in the comment sections and they'll be like someone oh i don't stand them but I needed to hear this or I really appreciate the lyrics here or something like that. Mm. And it's like, okay, it's, it's bigger than just, you know, this is my bias. This is my opa. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I judged me for saying that my ultimate bias is the one who inspires me the most. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you could find like inspiration anywhere. I mean, like for you, it's like your bias, you know, you found inspiration, comfort yeah. there. So that's amazing for me. I'm just like, I don't know. I like I think it expanding. it's also like yeah and it's also like different different things where you can get inspiration from be it like career wise or like style wise or like um just like mental health or whatever there are so many aspects where you can like get inspiration from different people for different things so mm -hmm. yeah hmm. yeah 100% I also like I agree with both of you, I'm going to talk about some of the inspirations that came along the way of the past of nearly 10 years. Um, <laughs> but overall, like a big thing that recently inspires me is the podcast um, called Let's Get Real with Peniel. Um, oh my God, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and <laughs> Ashley, and it's just, you know, 10 years ago, we wouldn't have had that kind of platform where they are actually talking about, very honest about it and just, you know, really open about it and makes it more they really take it away from the bubble that we always see of like comebacks performances all the spotlight and they really take that away which is also another thing why i love nct so much because they have this channel where they basically do like lots of background stuff you get to see their days you get to see like behind the scenes and it's so nice because there used to be this time where it's like always stages always comebacks but you sometimes don't really know who they are behind that and obviously we only get a certain essence of the people that we see from the other side of the ocean but they the new wave of k-pop have has evolved into this thing of like yeah we talk more about lgbtq we talk more about mental health and it's not all about like you know as we sometimes have it in western culture music 
writing that one love song, like some of the songs are so critical and political as well. And it's just, um, you might see like this very, I don't know, um, very high colored concept and like pop beat and stuff like that, which is also a super side um, interesting fact, like the average of every K-pop song has six genres in it. And uh, so it's really hard to just say like, yeah, K-pop is just pop. No, no, no. There's so much more into depending on what concept they are working on. And that's also what I love. Like, it's almost like each comeback and concept has this whole image around it, almost like a little theater production, you could say. Like, there's this thing of, like, they're going to drop teaser pictures and that kind of stuff. And then, for example, like, um, the last, before the current comeback, the last Monster X comeback, Actually, not a good example to say. Like they all serial killers. I don't know about love. No, it's just yeah. Sometimes they like one of my all-time favorite concepts is Hala Hala from eighties. It's so ah, mm. oh, I love it so freaking much. It's connected to say my name as well, and the storytelling of eighties is phenomenal. Like it blows my mind that they created this whole entire series like every video is connected to the other video tells a story is there's so much visual storytelling in there which i think is phenomenal and incredible and it's yeah it's almost like it, it is a different world in that sense and there is no limit to any creativity which you can like you can say it's the same genre in a sense like you can for example say like that's k-hip-hop that's k k lofi or that's k-pop in the classic of like yeah that's bubble beats and and you just won't move and dance but everyone is still so different when it comes to like putting their concepts into into measure and like putting them out there and that's just something which is so incredible to see like because so many times when i watch videos I, i'm like oh gosh i also want to wear that suit and like i can't believe they did that also someone give me a mask with diamonds <laughs> <laughs> and like they always have like you think like you have every you have seen everything in K-pop and then you mm. uh, con come back and it's just like, oh my God, this is so good. And that's what I really enjoy. And just, just some, there's just so much creativity going on where people are just not limited to just, you know, standing in front yeah. of the camera and just. I think that's what makes K-pop like addictive yeah. is that when you yeah. get used to Western music, it's kind of not to throw a shade, but it's kind of usually like the same. You kind of already expect it, you know, it's going to happen. But with K-pop, I mean, it's like a new surprise every time and it's like the storytelling yeah. like you're saying it's amazing yeah 100% 100% because like I mean that's also that's not even the fault of the western artists it's just how the western media world works in the yeah. sense of like what's popular and stuff and um, how popularity is portrayed in the western spectrum of like oh yeah we want to get the average person into the club and stuff whereas all I can recommend is like K-pop parties are a different world as well. I want to go, but Corona. <laughs> <laughs> it's just honestly, it's it's just what I love is just like no one gives a shit if you're a good dancer or stuff like that. It's just this everyone is having fun, and then when they do this like, like throwback thing, like you can really see the OGs in the club. <laughs> and, like, it's just it's so fucking amazing. Like usually, what always happens is that there at some point there's circle and someone always dances in the middle and stuff and I I love that it's just cool just very cool and yeah it's it's 
you know, I always love it when music bonds people together. And I mean, that's essentially how we met, which is still crazy to me because like <laughs> I'm on the internet to find people all around the world. And then I found Kimchi and she's also from Germany. <laughs> it's just, I always find that funny and interesting to see. And also we got Lena as well, who's also from Germany in our friends group. Yeah. Uh, to name a few inspirations, I mean, I'm going to talk about some inspirations that have been with me for the nearly 10 years, and then I'm going to mention a few people that are very present in my current day life. Um, so one of the biggest inspirations I have is, um, he is now known as DPR, or I don't know how, how he says his name, like DPR Riot, but I still know him as Rome from Sea Clown. And he is um, one of the people that, stands behind the see this is the thing I'm at with concept names Supreme Regime or something like that uh, anyways he was a sea clown he was back then um, one of my like he was also one of the first people that I was actually capable of talking to where in a sense of like he answered Instagram messages he was on Twitter he liked stuff he was but, uh, on that note he's also Health Australian, I think. So he was one of the idols that I met that met online that was uh, capable of speaking English and just very down to earth. And he has, like, obviously, Tikka doesn't exist anymore. Um, and he's now doing his own thing. And he's just a visionary when it comes to like his, his videos and stuff. I believe it's DPR Ryan. But I'm just, he used to be Rome. So. <laughs> Um, that's that's forever stuck in my head, I guess. Um, Tableau from Epic High is a big inspiration, or just Epic High in general. They are back then. I were also in my pile of people I met first because when you got into YG, that was to anyone Big Bang, and then also Epic High, and then essentially they did their own thing. And what I always loved about Epic High is they are also hip hop or part of the K hip hop, and I was always more lean towards like. You can easily ask me out of 10 bands, nine of them, I prefer the rappers in the group. <laughs> like, it's it's, it's going to be like that. <laughs> that I, can't relate. <laughs> I don't like rappers at all. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, oh yeah, on that note, uh, for anyone who doesn't know K-pop, it's interesting to know that each member basically has that kind of like position in the band. So sometimes you have the dancers, uh, lead vocalists, rappers, and that kind of stuff. And sometimes people share a position in that sense. It's just, that's just how it works. Because if you have a like, group of, like, say, seven, seven or eight or even more people, it's all about coordination on the concepts and comebacks and stuff. So essentially, each of them has that kind of, like, role in the in the whole thing. Um, yeah, so Epic High, big one. Um, mm, Back then, B2B was a big thing for me as well. Because um, as I said, like the rookie boom was was quite intense. And they were actually, I didn't like, back then we had Beast, which is now Highlight. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they used to be from, because it was almost like, so my friends and I, we had this thing of like, we all like Super Junior, but each of us almost mm -hmm. like had this like, but this person likes these kind of like entertainment groups. <laughs> and then you're that kind of entertainment person. And I was more on the sidelines, like I was always interested in the, the artists that didn't get so much attention at all. And um, so essentially, um, I found you kiss 
back then and that they were a very big thing for me and just my band like mm -hmm. everyone associated me with them still got a signed album still very precious in my heart and um, that apple was also a big one if you're an og you know after school club which is also a part of eric's old project and yeah cool and it's just that was such a good time and yeah and then currently that that's kind of like the the leading to nowadays um so i was there when god seven had that debut and <laughs> um it's fair to say that mark and jackson have played big roles in my impact and inspiration and i really stuck with jackson on the inspirational level because to see that he went from someone that was so insecure about his own presence and trying to figure out what he wanted to do and stuff, turning into this now CEO of his own company and just doing his own thing and music and just following so much more than K-pop is and just like creating history and stuff. That's really impressive. And I really, I find it admi admirable to see um, how he just went for his dream and, it shows you that whenever you choose your dreams, that's actually going to work. Like, as long as you choose yourself, it's going to work out, no matter how hard the road is. And that's something that I really admire about his backstory. There are obviously so much details, but I'm not going to spill them. <laughs> not today, not today. <laughs> you can message us if you want to hear more details on that one. Um, and then moving on to nowadays. So, as I said... I had this phase where I was just more listening, but not as fully invested. And then I believe two years ago, like before lockdown even, I got more back into K-pop again, which was kind of because I realized, oh, you know, London is actually quite a place for K-pop as well. And like, we've got dance studios, we've got quite a, quite a big... You have your K-pop groups, gotcha. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, yeah, and the one who must not be named, uh, who had 17 uh, operations to look like a certain BTS member. Right, right. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, on that note, um, I got into back into K-pop, but one month after I realized that GOT7 had their tour here, which was a pity. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I went from there and then I started being more... but. You have to imagine, I missed out watching all the videos for like three or four years. So I had a lot Same. of hope. Same. I literally spent like three or solid five months to like catch up with everything. And that was just the band that I knew up until then. Like it was literally like, are they still alive? No, okay, this band is <laughs> It was just a thing of seeing what, what's still up and what's new. So, and then I got into the new phase. And as I mentioned before, 80s is, is a big like I started with um Mingi who's the rapper and who I kind of like oh, his voice is so dark this is really cool I want to listen to more of the songs and now if you ask me about the 80s I love all of them so much and it's just the dynamic like it's one of the strongest group dynamics if you ask me out there and her, their concerts and Hong Jun as leader is just oh my god watch interviews with this guy or like just generally with 80s because they also talk so much about like mental health and being there for each other and, and all that kind of stuff and well then essentially <laughs> I came back to NCT in 2000 
20. And I said to a friend, 23 members, no thank you. <laughs> Eight months later. <laughs> so um, I was just like, no, I can't be bothered. And then I realized, then I found Wavy. And Wavy was just like, oh, I love them. They are cool. Also, Chinese music has always got me a bit more because I love the language more. It's a tiny bit more than Korean. Jokes on me. I find out Wavy is actually a part of NCT. <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> um, so, yeah, what I... It's just also their concerts and stuff that, that they do, which I find really amazing. And to speak of solo people, because that's essentially what you all want to hear the tea of. So Pen is a big inspiration in my life and has a very special place in my non-existent heart. So <laughs> um, yeah, Ten, he's from YV and NPT and is a big dancer as well and just a very nice human being. And then unfortunately, it's also I am... <laughs> <laughs> One what does unfortunately mean? Like, uh, <laughs> Hang on, I haven't explained my joke yet. I haven't explained my joke yet. I was, you like, if you're listening to this, I am, I'm not shading you. I'm just making jokes about myself. Kimchi just didn't let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> bad kimchi, bad. <laughs> so, back in 2015, as I said, like, my friend, she was so into monster eggs like she was like they are so cool this is the new one oh my god this is the new shit and in 2015 i was just like it's five sauce or k-pop i can't like my soul is tearing me apart and then i was like okay but i'm gonna give this a listen and that was hero their their uh debut so um and i was like this is pretty cool i like that yeah i like that also i like that rapper so when I came back after like my not really break, but my I need to catch up with everything. I found out that Monster X had still been there. So I was always thinking that I like <laughs> Honey as my favorite <laughs> because I was like, yes, the guy. I think I uh, no no I think um, it was like back then it was like I like that guy with that voice. <laughs> It's like ah, that one. Yeah, I was on the edge of like, no, I can't be invested too much anymore. So I gotta gotta get off. But I like that guy. So it was just me for years, just listening to Hero and not any other Monster X song, and um, always thinking that it was Honey. And then I came back and uh, Love Killer was out, and that was when we were also already in the Doritos group and. Guys, I love <laughs> the song by now. I really do. But there's this one line which makes me cringe so hard. And it's the, oh, sorry, did I make you anxious? And no, we, I, whoever is in charge of that lyrics is just. I think it was Honey, though. <laughs> honey, why? <laughs> like, um, now you're what you're trying to play and like everything else is perfect. But for me, I was just like, I'm trying to take you serious, but all I can think of is like what I would answer back if you ever asked me. But it fits the concept. It fits the concept. No, I know. Um, So yeah, talking. um, I was talking about this before. Um, It's the part of uh, serial killer, uh, serial killer love concept. And in this video, they are all based on like somewhat killers from uh, popular TV TV shows slash movies. And um, yeah, so I came back to this concept and. So I like the song, but because of that lyrics, I couldn't take it serious. I couldn't take it serious for life. I was just like, oh, what is this? <laughs> and um, 
then I listened to the album and I think it was me and Kimchi chatting about like the album. And stuff you said and you didn't like the album. Like you were like, uh. yeah, because the thing is oh? like, I, yeah, hang on. <laughs> Which is like oh. infuriating, but <laughs> no. So the thing with the album for me was like, I like Love Killer, but it made me furious about that one line. And it, it was just, hmm, okay. But I love beast mode. I love beast mode. And then it didn't really feel like balanced to me on the other songs. Like there were like one or two, like it's, I think it's Thriller, which is, is it Thriller on that one? I need to double check. There were two other songs, which I also like, but I don't know. The concept just didn't got me. So I mean, there are people who have taste and there are people who don't have taste. So it's I okay. Mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we all know I consider myself one of the ones who have taste. So uh, it's okay if you call yourself out on this one. So. <laughs> Don't throw shade at me, it will come back twice. <laughs> <laughs> so, but then, um, so obviously I still had to catch up with like a lot of stuff. And um, when I rewatched all the stuff, I was like, hang on a second. I think the guy that I actually like or the voice that I always like, that's not honey. Because I was <laughs> listening to some other songs. And then at some point I listened to the English album and I was like, this is pretty cool. Because like, quick side note back in 2012 it was quite quite a thing if stars from asia collaborated with stars from america and stuff so to see that monster x actually had a full-on english album and then also this whole america tour and everything was pretty impressive and just it's just nice that it <clears throat> by that also gets more out into the world so listen to that <clears throat> absolute banger but don't get me like that's another episode indeed banger. indeed the taste has returned <laughs> so so and then the thing is and then i kept on re-watching love killer because i was like because i tried to double check <clears throat> if it was actually honey or if it was iron then i went back to hero and i was like Oh, you fool. <laughs> you've been a fool <laughs> you've been a fool and then well, I um, paid again attention to Love Killer and was like, okay, I feel caught up by this guy in various ways. And then I, I watched some interviews and essentially I realized, <laughs> why do we have so much in common? This is really what is happening. Therefore, on a long ramble, my I wouldn't have even stretched this so long if Kimchi wouldn't have interrupted my joke. I, you, <laughs> okay, it's always <laughs> Kimchi. Always yeah, kimchi. always me. I mean, <laughs> can't talking about Monster, Monster X and don't yeah. expect me to like say something. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the essential line here was that um, I was basically a fool for like five years until I realized, hey, <laughs> yeah, that's the shit. And um, it wasn't honey that you liked all this time. So here we go. Uh, well. <laughs> so on that note, I'm so sorry, honey, if you listen to this. <laughs> It's been a journey until I realized it wasn't you. <laughs> um, so yeah, after my ramble and jambles, go ahead, Chai. Tell me. No, was it? You were the last one of this I question. I was the last one. Oh my God. See, this is what happens when I lose my brain along the way. Yeah, <laughs> faith fans and now why? That was the last question, actually. So <laughs> yeah. You gave us a recap of your life. I mean, it's fine, but you know i did oh my god that's so funny i can't wait to cut this out so <laughs> um yeah go ahead favorite band 
I haven't even. That wasn't even my favorite band's answer. That was. Just I know, me, like you were just like ex exceeding a joke that was incredibly <laughs> not funny at the end. Other than I'm a fool, so. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Cool. So go ahead, favorite band. Why here? Let's go. I was I was waiting for that question. <laughs> no. um, um, the thing is, I started off with God Seven, who still have a very special place in my heart. But since they like went separate ways in the beginning of the year. Um, I decided to get into more bands, <laughs> which was a bad idea because now I like too many groups. Um, so like at the end of last year, I already started with Monster X and they are like, I love them <laughs> so much. And they had a comeback yesterday. So um, yeah, they are great. I love them a lot, especially like um, Juhan. <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned that. But um, and then I like, I like Stray Kids. I also got in Stray Kids a bit, but then I got into 80s and oh 80s is just a different breed like their music and their like their personalities and their I know they're like really one of a kind um so I like them um recently I really got into Astro as well um who else they're like okay I was like oh I like so many grooves and now I can't remember more than two <laughs> 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 um, Help me out, you know the groups I like. Um, EXO is great. Also having a comeback soon. BTS. Um, BTS. BTS. I do like their music and I watch their music videos and I'm thinking about buying an album, but it's not like... And I watch their stuff, but it's not like I would say I'm such a big BTS stan. Like, I, I do like them and their personalities and their music. Um, yeah. Then Mire, which is a group that debuted in March. Um, they have my heart. They are babies, but I can't wait to see where this goes. What else do I have? Let me look at my K-pop shelf. Um, only Mon Saxon got seven here. So, um, There's a lot about you. <laughs> yeah. I never really got into NCT, which is crazy, because I do like some people out of NCT. Um, I wanted to say, like, you might have not signed up for every 23rd member, but there have been. Yeah, there are a few. I <laughs> <laughs> um, and recently, through Kingdom, actually, I really got into P two B, and God, I'm trying to like catch up on everything from the last like ten years. I mean, it's called Kingdom, you all. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. And they are like <laughs> I love them a lot, and it just clicked with them. I watched a few of their things and their music, and I'm like, oh, they they are it. <laughs> um, also, like, I can on Kingdom as well, yeah, and my sister and I are getting into them. Um, which is honest, very sad because like I can lost a member and B2B lost a member and I'm like Monster X lost a member and like, I can't do this anymore <laughs> I'm like too fragile for this um, no yeah no when like, like when you love a group and then they lose a member like you go through the pain like with them yeah like, it's so yeah. emotional it's so weird like I was never that way before K-pop <laughs> True, and I like I wasn't even into the groups when they lost members. Like it's in the past. I wasn't a fan back then, but it still hurts. It's like it's still I was, hurt. I was crying kimchi. My tears were everywhere. It was terrible. Well, yeah. Um, other than that, I don't. I'm. That's it about like I do like my groups casually, but I think that's it. I mean, casually. there will be. <laughs> I'm never casually about K-pop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure there will be a few more groups. Mamamoo is one of the only girl groups I like. Um, I have to mention them. 
they also had a comeback today, so that's great. Um, very good, very sad. Mm, indeed. And other than that, that's it. Um, ask me again in like half a year, and there will be 10 more groups. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that's it. Okay. Ciao, Check, please. Take it away. Oh, Listen. also, I'm getting into the boys. No, no, like... no, my turn, my <laughs> turn. I have the mic, ma'am, please. Okay, sorry. Listen, I am a multi, okay? Like, I fall in love no. with, like, groups just like that. Like, <laughs> telling me to pick a favorite or, like, is hard. But, I mean... Hmm. I mean, I'll talk about girl groups since Kimchi, you know, dropped the ball on that one. Um, there's like Everglow, there's definitely BTS, you know, you can never go wrong with BTS, you can never, <laughs> um, NCT, yeah, there's, there's just a lot of groups, <laughs> me and multi, me and my words, you know, I started strong and then I ended bad, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of groups still like showing up. I'll find like a comeback video and I'm like, okay, I'm getting inspiration from you. I'm digging the vibes, digging the mm -hmm. lyrics, and then boom, down the rabbit hole I go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You also like the boys, right? Like I know you like the boys. I yeah, Kimchi. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm, I've I've learned the names of the members and now I'm like yeah. Have you? Have you now? Okay. Yeah, next question, I King. Have, King, next question. I do have my favorites, may I say. <laughs> No, we're not going to talk about that. May answer. May answer. No, um, no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for my favorites, if I had to choose a top three on groups, groups nowadays, it's Monster X, ATs, and Wavy. Because the thing is, like, when I say NCT, there's just so much variety within the subgroups. And with some subgroups, I vibe more. I'm fucking obsessed with hot sauce currently. Like, it's actually a joke. Like, that's my summer jam 2021. Because <laughs> also, fun fact about NCT, if they don't scream at you, it's not an NCT song. So, um, and just to be honest, like, there will be an episode where we break more about, break it more into, like, pieces of what group, what the groups are standing for, which entertainments and stuff. Because, like, there's so much. Yeah. And then, did I mention Mamamoo? Yeah, I think I did. Mm. Um, they are like queens on, on there. But because to be honest, like most of the bands I, uh, I'm into are like the artists these days, they are mostly solo artists actually. Like I'm I'm a big fan of Jesse, Jackson, um, Dawn, and then I've got my K-Hip-Hop uh, gang, which is also including Grey, for example. Then as I mentioned, Rome, he's doing his own stuff, uh, which is not exactly hip-hop and stuff, but... Um, goes into that CL she used to be in 2021 and stuff so I'm, I'm a bit more on the solo spectrum at the moment but because I know so many bands from like 2012 I'm always excited to see when they are still there and like bring out music like B2B, EXO um, that kind of stuff also because for some people interesting to know like in Korea you still have to go to the army for two years so when it comes to K-pop stars um, what happens is the older they get at some point they are changing in variety because some of the members have to go to army and then they come back. So the average K-pop group, they start quite young these days and then it goes into late twenties. Then usually they, some, like some of them always go into the army and then some of them are still doing music beyond that. 
Super Junior, for example, good, very good example. And then, yeah, that's that's kind of like K-pop. But then we have queens like Boa who just came back after like being in the business <laughs> for like forty years, I believe. And yeah, so that's on that. I think. Yeah, I mean, Got Seven is, as we said, like they have separated, but to me they are still a thing. But then it's more like solo activities. Yeah, and, right. Yeah, in point. So that's that. Yeah, that's my my current cup of tea, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Oh, and Blackpink. Blackpink is my other my my other beloved girl group. In your area. To be honest, they have. They have risen in popularity due to being played on radios quite a lot in like Western culture as well and stuff. And like if people quite often associate them with I believe girl groups and stuff. Mm. I'm also not so much into girl groups. We, we're gonna get Titi for that on here. She is <laughs> she's very good with girl groups. That's all I'm gonna say, and I don't want to take it too too much away. And uh, she's probably gonna shame going to shape me like five times for not being a Luna stand after all. So. There are just too many members, and I, I just refuse. <laughs> yeah, I can't use that. I like NCT. I can't use that card. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I I broke that joker the moment I signed up for NCT. Okay, cool. So now we're moving on to the total truth. <laughs> you can just say one. It can be related to K-pop if you feel more comfortable. The baseline is I can't comment on that. So whatever you want to throw into. The thing is, I'm not good at making stuff up. Like. In the moment, my mind just goes blank. Um, <laughs> my mind has been blank this whole time. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> okay. The um, truth is they don't have a brain. <laughs> okay, I do have a thing, one thing I just can't think of. Just because they had a comeback yesterday, but that's beside the point. Um, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to K-pop, and this is, I think, of course, I'm biased, but I don't think... Um, that Monster X is usually one of the most creative and like talented groups from like what they do, and they're so unique. I mean, every K pop group is unique in their way, like they each have their own style. But Monster X is, I just realized again, they do things, and I watch their stuff and hear their music. I'm like, no other group could pull this off, which, like. People would fight me <laughs> for this probably, but I don't know. I just, I'm so in awe with what they do. And I'm like, every time they have a comeback, I'm shocked that they're not more popular. To me, they would be like under like big three, five groups in K-pop, which they are, I mean, everyone knows them, but from like views and like knowing the music and the members, not everyone does know them well enough. Um, and I always thought they were like one of the big groups, but they're not. And I think they should be. And I'm shocked that they are not. Okay, that's my truth. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Why? No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm laughing with you. It's fine. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. Sure. Um, okay. Let me let me think of something. Um. <laughs> mm. I talked for like five minutes and you didn't come up with something. L- listen, I was listening to you. I was like, yes, okay. get it. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm supposed to tell like a truth. Um, I mean, it's your truth. My truth. <laughs> I think you really the truth. 
the truth um k-pop related i think i'm just gonna say k-pop in general i think k-pop in general has like a bigger meaning than just like music visuals and groups i mean look at us like it literally brought us together we have group chat we're friends we you know what i mean like it's it's a bigger impact and i think it deserves a lot more credit in general k-pop than just oh korean people singing and dancing yay you know Mm. yeah deserves a bigger more credit because it brings people together makes you open your eyes and such Hmm. thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) (laughs) yeah thank you guys um we're going to wrap this up on this note Next time, we're going to dive a bit more into like certain groups and deeper moments and stuff. This was just the opening episode of like diving a bit into K-pop, how it all, how it goes together and stuff, like where it kind of like started and stuff and then in the future. And so if you're now one of the people that listens to K-pop or if you want to know more about K-pop specifically, ask us questions, ask what you want to know. If you're one of the Doritos, support this episode <laughs> to be honest i would love to see more of us on this like on an episode it would be chaotic yeah, i think i'm only capable of dealing with up to three of you at the same time <laughs> the way i told myself i have to behave i'm like you cannot attack kimchi you cannot attack kimchi yeah. you cannot this, be sarcastic. I behaved well. like there was no yeah. reason to attack me today like today you behaved this well towards shy yeah okay cool we're going to wrap this up on this note so wherever you are in the world right now listen us take something away i hope you learned something today and we'll see each other next time on Gigi and sachi bye you want to get in contact with us don't you worry you can find us on the internet via revolutionseries.com our book page refmentoring.work when it comes to Gigi and all things coaching Abel and Abel Chronicles on the internet as her photography page and Elsie Hamilton or Lola Hamilton on Instagram. Go check our socials and we'll be in touch.